0: This is Anthems. Hello, my name is Jen Ives. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a stand-up comedian, a writer, a trans woman, and also a sexual being. Your word of the day is intersectionality. It's true, I've had sex. More than twice even, not to brag. It was nice. I enjoyed it. So did he, but obviously that's not as important. We did it on a bed with pillows and an undersheet and everything, proper posh like. It wasn't on a pawn set, as hard as that might be to imagine. Not that there's anything wrong with that, obviously it just it wasn't. It was in his flat, next to his Warhammer forty thousand figure painting desk. Hey, did you know that according to various popular porn websites' analytics, trans porn used to be the most popular subgenre among straight-identified men? Weird, right? And if you don't believe me, ask your dad. How is Harold, by the way? Haven't heard from him in a long old time. I don't know what the most popular genre is now. It's probably balloon play or furries or something like that. The reason I bring up porn, though, as it seems that every time I try to express my sexuality, I'm accused by somebody of being a porn addicted, child grooming reprobate. Porn sick is the term they often use. There are a lot of people these days, some in positions of government and even some children's authors, who believe that trans women get off on themselves. They claim that my body is nothing more than a grotesque parody of womanhood and a byproduct of a confused sexuality or even the result of repressed childhood sexual assault. But if that's the case, then why do I find unemployed men so flipping irresistible? I'm not porn-sick. I don't even watch porn. In fact, I don't even know what porn is. I live a very innocent, sheltered existence in my chambers, with my Parisian fan and propensity to faint at the very sight of a man's smile. I do declare, I am but a delicate flower among a sea of unremittingly tenacious temptations. My sexuality isn't informed by early exposure to pornography. It's evolved and blossomed over time in much the same way everyone should. Trans people know better than most that all things are in a seemingly constant state of flux, and to deny that for oneself is to do one self-harm. Gosh, that sounded smart, didn't it? pretty deep also. And inspiring. I can't take credit for it really, I got it from the back of a carton of oat milk. As my body has changed, so has my self-confidence. I'm much more of an exhibitionist than I used to be, because I've discovered a new sensation. Mental and bodily harmony. Alignment. Not being stuck in the wrong body or having feminine spirits. Just a personal comfort with the way I look and how others, in turn, look at me. For the most part, anyway. There's this one guy who always tries to hit on me multiple times a week, down by Islington Green. I think he has a job, though, so he's not really my type. People often make assumptions about my sexuality, despite not knowing the first thing about me. And you know what they say about assumptions, don't you? When you make assumptions, you're an arsehole. As a trans woman, no. No. As a woman, I don't owe anybody a justification for my sexuality. I will not be held responsible for what you see when you look at me, or the ingrained prejudices that you personally hold on to. If you are attracted to me, I won't be blamed for that either. And I certainly won't be blamed for being visible. And sexy. And visibly sexy. I am proudly intersectional. Hell, I'm proudly intersexy, y'all. There is nothing sick or anti-woman or predatory about that. How about you and your hubby get on with your strictly apologetic missionary procreating and leave me and my harem of unemployed, warhammer-loving young men to explore the very boundaries of pleasure? Intersectionality. Noun. Definition. The theory that various forms of discrimination centred on race, Gender, class, disability, sexuality, and other forms of identity do not work independently but interact to produce particularized forms of social oppression.